Hey there fellow explorers and welcome to the Coffee Undiscovered podcast. Today we have with us Manav who is an outdoor expert. He skis, he cycles, he treks, you name it, he's done it. Tune in to know how Manav is turning the whole world into his playground. Also side note, you are listening to one of our first podcasts ever. So please bear with us and let us know how we can make this better as nobody's perfect when they start and we're still learning. You can find Coffee and Discovered on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, the whole deal basically. So Manav, great to have you here. Please tell our audience something about you. Okay, hi everybody. Thank you so much for first of all having me on this platform. I'm really glad to be here on Coffee and Discovered. I really like the name <laughs> now. First of all, I would want to tell that I do a lot of trekking, running, hiking and cycling. Mm-hmm. What I realized is that we have stopped considering outdoor as a skill, as a skill set. You can actually learn a good amount of life skills if you experience the outdoors in the correct way. And therefore, the word is very much important that if you go and learn something from an outdoor expert who knows how to do, uh, how to be in the wilderness and what are the things that you can do there and the way actually in which you could do those things so that you can experience the early features of a place in a very, very good sense is what an outdoor expert actually does. He has a grip over a landscape and he can actually navigate through that landscape in a very, very, uh, I would say, moral fashion without disturbing the wilderness. And this can be done in any form of activity, may it be cycling, may it be running, may it be trekking, hiking, speed hiking, etc. etc. So this is my understanding of an outdoor expert. That is great. Now, how did you get to do this work? I mean, what was your childhood and education like and what led you to this? Uh, so I am basically born and brought up in Jaipur, uh, the capital city of the state of Rajasthan, India. And... Uh, until I was at the age of 21, which means that until I graduated, I am an engineer and I completed my engineering in electronics and communication in 2013. I did my schooling in a uh, school named as Jaipur School because it was in Jaipur <laughs> and it was one single school throughout and uh, this is what I've actually studied and uh, during all of these 20-21 years, I never went out of my own city or state basically. So I would say that I was an outdoor enthusiast at that time because I had good amount of interest in sports. I used mm-hmm. to I, I used to love doing gymnastics thanks to my school. I loved playing table tennis, volleyball, badminton, anything that you throw at me, I would love to participate. Even if I don't profess or do uh, very, very well, I would thoroughly enjoy that whole process. But as we know that, okay, at least in the society that I belong to, there is a lot of pressure and there is a lot of priority that is given to education rather than outdoor activities or extracurricular or co-curricular. So this was my uh, story, which is just 21 seconds of first 21 <laughs> years and I never went out of my state. So this is my educational background. Mm-hmm. Coming on to how I actually entered this field. So I also prepared for civil services mm-hmm. after my engineering. And uh, during that phase, it was the time when I used to read various, various subjects, for example, economics, for example, international relations, geography, society, ethics, morality, philosophy. And that actually gave me a very good holistic idea of uh, what we are, who we are and what we are doing, because till then I was just studying science and maths and physics and chemistry and engineering. So I really liked that whole preparation. I couldn't read the exam 
but i have no regrets i'm happy that <laughs> wherever i am i'm i'm still happy right. but then uh, civil services actually helped me the preparation of civil services basically helped me build this perspective towards life and uh, one fine day i don't remember the month but in the second half of 2016 i stumbled upon uh, some article on the internet which told me that there is something known as a mountaineering course and it's a training training course it's not just you go there have fun and have picnic and come back or camp no it's a training training course where you get to learn about mountaineering it is a one month long course 28 days and the cost that you have to pay is just 7500 rupees you get to stay in the mountains for a month you get to eat well you get to eat good you get a good amount of equipment you don't have to buy anything and this is a government sponsored basically a subsidized program which is being run in our country since 1960s thanks to uh, respected jawaharlal nehru and when i came across this thing i was like i definitely definitely should try this and i was also keen that okay civil services is not my cup of tea and it is time that i take a stand for myself mm-hmm. and instead of thinking that my parents ka dream or my dream also i should <laughs> actually right. put my effort into something that i really really like so with that one single article or that information that was there on the internet i just got attracted towards that thing and with lot of introspection then in february 2017 i did my first uh, training course which mm-hmm. was known as bsc basic skiing course and i did it in uh, solang valley which is in manali himachal pradesh and the institute under which i did was atal bihari vajpayee institute of mountaineering and allied sports mm-hmm. and my agenda was basically to check whether a guy an individual from plains who is good in outdoor activities will be able to you know withstand so much of cold and will he be able to do a sport which he never think he would ever uh, do so that's how the journey started and that, so i i clearly clearly remember for me it's february 2017 and it's skiing it's not mountaineering or trekking to start off with so from what i know you continued to do a lot of more courses after you did your skiing course mm-hmm. so what were they like and which was your favorite one Okay so first of all everything was favorite and i just want to tell one thing which actually stays in my head till yet that uh i did my course when i was 25 years old in 2017 in february 2017 exactly on uh, 18th of february 2017 solang received the first snowfall and it was at 3 am at the, in the night we uh-huh. were sleeping in our dorms and uh, then there were obviously very very uh, various local colleagues in the whole batch so one of the local lads just said oh yara bahar na snowfall ho raha hai theek hai kal bada maza aayega skiing mein so this is the way they say to they use this word yara oh yara and then i was like oh my god and then he just slept off because he has been seeing snowfall since what like 20 years of his life and i was the one who just went out silently without disturbing anyone <laughs> without being a typical tourist who is so excited or a kid who is so excited uh, seeing snowfall for the very first time i opened up the door and i had the camera but i decided not to record this moment because this is like first time ever for me i opened up the door there was a very beautiful setting there was a lamp post <laughs> i don't know who placed it is it uh, was it for me and then i could see the snow falling very slowly like a cinematic experience just made for me and i enjoyed it for 10 seconds that was the last time that i cried and then the question that came to my mind was what took you 25 years of your life to experience your first snowfall 
and i couldn't find an answer to that question and from that day onwards i am i have become a very self centered person and i <laughs> really really you know if i really like something i would just just go for it and after that course i did my basic mountaineering course in april 2017 it was uh, in this institute called jawahar institute of mountaineering and winter sports mm-hmm. it is in the town of pehlgam which is close to the town of srinagar in jammu and kashmir and uh, after that i did my advanced mountaineering course in october 2017 from this institute known as himalayan mountaineering institute hmi which is in darjeeling west bengal okay. and whenever i used to finish a course okay by this time i actually sort of left my home because my parents were not allowing me to do what i really want to do so but with immense help and support from my friends i was able to just uh, get enough financial support that i could just go to these places and do these courses and then after every fro- course in every course i used to meet new people and make new friends and <laughs> I never used to book my return tickets. I never used to book tickets itself. I'll just go to the station or the bus stand and I'll just grab one seat for myself. After the course, I'll just go with them. That okay? What's your <laughs> what's your plan? And can I just tag along, sort of uh-huh. a thing? So after the course in February, I went to Udaipur okay. uh, with the friends who had come for the skiing course in Manali from Udaipur, and I celebrated my birthday there. And then from there, I went to the basic mountaineering course in April, Kashmir. There, I met few people. From there, I landed up being in Goa just with them. So basically, I just want to convey one thing from this: is there was no clear-cut plan in my head. I was just grabbing everything that was coming to me without judging whether where will it lead me to. But I was making sure that my orientation is towards what I am doing. I am spending my time in the outdoors. through any means possible so that is how it all went and the whole 2017 just went into training learning and basically gaining confidence that yes a guy from the plains can actually do all this even if he is not born in the mountains that sounds like quite a journey man <laughs> <laughs> now while doing this you also started your social media platforms and now you have a youtuber count of 10000 followers so congratulations on that on the subscribers thank you and what was that like how is a social media journey look like okay so uh, what i felt was again see whatever i am today i think i am not the uh, only person whom you can give the credit whenever you call the word subscribers when you call the word followers that uh, channel would have never come into being if uh, a dear friend of mine would have never lended his gopro to me <laughs> so he actually gave me the means mm-hmm. okay i don't know what he saw but then he gave me the means that okay i have this thing and i'm not going to use it if you're so sure and if you really want to give it a shot just use it that's how the channel actually came into being it is just because of one camera which is being lended by a friend of mine and he never asked for money and he's like you just use it you break it you do whatever you want to do but just just do so that at least you'll know whether this thing is for you or not So once I got that camera I also took it to the skiing course and uh, I also I took it to all the courses that I went to and from there itself the learning actually started so the channel started on uh, 14th of June 2017 but actually I was recording videos since Feb in my skiing course which was 14 days long I recorded a total of 128 GBs making sure that the trainers are not angry on me that i'm not more focusing on the skill learning the skill and i'm much into recording it but i think i i was able to balance it out 
when I came back home and I started editing it, the final product that came out was less than 2 GB. So that was my <laughs> ratio basically. So 128 GB of kachra was like 2 GB of gold, but that's right. not real gold also. So that's from where I actually started and then dhire 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 with practice, practice, practice and just learning by doing and uh, by especially not watching anybody else's content, which is very, very important so that you don't have any biases. Okay, so that you get a clear cut view from uh, feedback from the viewers that you have. Okay, this is not good. This is not uh, bad. This is great. And this is something new. So yeah. uh, keeping my originality intact, I started doing all that. And I think on 24th of June, 2017, I uploaded my very first video. Mm -hmm. By this time, I was also working with a friend of mine whom I had met in the basic mountaineering course again. Mm -hmm. And we started a sort of a trekking club in Hyderabad. And he resigned from his job. And from there, that journey started. Mm -hmm. And then we had one underlining understanding or one underlining statement that we will always take people on treks only to those treks mm -hmm. that we have done ourselves first. Right. I cannot be the organizer who goes to that place for the very first time with the participants. So that's how we started exploring. So that place is still there. It's there since thousands of years. For us, it is an exploration. It's new for us. So that's how we started doing that. I started recording videos and putting them as vlogs on the channel. And parallelly, we were uh, starting a small sort of a club. We thought that that would be a good way to earn money on the go. So this is how both the plans came up. And YouTube journey is something which is very personal to me. This is not my first channel. This is my third channel. <laughs> the other two channels, I don't even remember now, but they, I don't count them as failures. They are good, good learning experience. And I think it is because of them that this channel is still, still there. It's yeah. a great way to look at it. And thanks to your friend and your dedication. <laughs> now, so many people are getting such good information, such crisp information on YouTube. You have a series going on on YouTube, right? Where you connect different places uh -huh. to unexplored parts. Uh -huh. Tell us something about that. Okay, so I stay in Manali. Again, a very dear friend of mine, Izhar, he said, okay, you can just come and stay here. Mm -hmm. Because I realized that if I have to do something in this field, I have to be in the mountains. Yeah. You cannot be in the plains and you cannot be mountain strong. So you have to go to the landscape so that you know it well and you have to spend multiple seasons there, winter, summer, spring, autumn. So that you get a grip over the landscape and call yourself an outdoor expert. That's when I basically moved to Manali. And I started doing hikes by hikes by hikes. One after the other. One underlining thing again that I would want to tell is that whatever I have done mm -hmm. is either with friends mm -hmm. or all by myself. We never hired anybody. So that our learnings are fresh and new and original and we have our own learning curve where we have a grip on it. There are no biases in it. So do a small trek, do it yourself rather than climbing a bigger mountain under somebody else's guidance. This is what I have learned over these years. Now the project that I'm talking about, I've never named it as a project because now it has become a part of my lifestyle. So the river Bias actually flows from the center of the uh, whole setting that is there in the town near the town of Manali in Himachal Pradesh. Now, there is a series of mountains which run parallel on both sides of this Bias River. And in the end, towards Lahol or towards Sulang Valley, there is another mountain range uh, which basically blocks it. So, basically, it's a U-shaped structure with the river flowing at the center of it. Now, most of the people who come to Manali, they know very few places that you could go to. But for me, as I say, 
it is just leaf features that attracts me it's it could be a mountain it could be a forest it could be a lake it could be a pass it could be a base camp so what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to connect all these mountains through trails which are already there i am not doing something which includes a good amount of rocket science but i am roaming every day in these forests mm-hmm. and i am trying to connect uh, every hill with one another without touching the ground how it would have been maybe 100 years ago exactly. when there was no road when there was no manali there was no solang nothing so that is what i am trying to do and i just wanted to convey that no place is saturated no place is touristy if you are an expert and if you really want to do all these things you can find your own space you, all you need is one little mountain to climb and if you could know that mountain better you mm-hmm. can find like 10s and 12s and 15s of trails in that one single mountain so the project is basically connecting everything which mm-hmm. was anyhow there but now people have stopped using those uh, routes and also changing this opinion that whenever you visit a place you have a bucket list okay you have things to do when you go to manali i never create such kind of content and neither do i consume such content and therefore i want that people should get a grip over the whole whole landscape there are two big mountain ranges running all across the river bias mm-hmm. and i can spend one year even if i hike every day to know every single route i can spot i can spot wildlife i can get to know about so many floral species species i can do mountaineering trekking snowboarding skiing running what not so this is the project all about that i just want to connect everything and then propose it as a 200 300 km long trail and depending upon your fitness level you can just break it if you're someone who walks 10 km a day you do it for 30 days if you're someone who do 30 km a day you do it you do it in 10 days and i am uh, making a series of uh, small 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 videos and in the end if you just go through the playlist you'll see that there's a big whole route that you have covered right being at the heart of manali and you can make thousands of videos like <laughs> what manali is what people think manali is and then right. what manali is actually like lot of coffee undiscovered stuff <laughs> in manali <laughs> yes 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 it's i think it's coffee undiscovered stuff everywhere yeah. we just need to have that skill set so that mm-hmm. we stop saying it that oh we are risking or there's so much of risk attached to it if you have the right amount of skill you can actually experience everything in a very very beautiful manner this all sounds quite fascinating off the top of your head what is the one experience you can think of which was very unique or very personal okay so when i was actually answering the last question the 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 video that was going on my head was mm-hmm. when i went to this place called brigu lake mm-hmm. which is right behind our house where i stay in the village of mathiana and when we were descending down uh we had this uh, sort of an intuition that mm-hmm. okay the landscape is such the amount of snow is such that we could spot some wild animal nearby when i say we i mean me and again is her right. okay now we were getting down getting down getting down and we were using the whistle that we had in our backpack so every backpack generally a bigger backpack will have a whistle we always blow this whistle whenever we feel so that we are basically signaling the animal that okay we are coming this way so though, so there's no human animal conflict yeah. and animals are like super intelligent super brilliant in this context they they have a better sense of smell and hearing capability so they'll hear that voice and they leave your path even if they're about to cross it we came to a point we saw the bear footprints the footprints of a bear we didn't knew whether it will be brown or black we didn't <laughs> knew whether it will be there or not 
and then we just followed 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 we were just gazing through our eyes and seeing in which direction it is going and then 100 meters away we saw two himalayan brown bear oh walking God. uphill and the first thought that came to my head was i have seen all the animals in uh, the books that i had read in maybe fourth standard or fifth standard this is a tiger this is a lion this is a bear this is a peacock and that's it we have imagined wildlife always we have never actually seen it in real real life and i don't know why and i am not making this up but i had no fear of that bear at that time i was like wow man you're so cool <laughs> i say you know you matak matak ke aap chal rahe ho and it looked so beautiful so pretty and i was not scared at the very first moment but then obviously your senses will yeah. come in and then you will feel like oh hello it's time to leave this place it's not safe but the way we teach our kids about animals we just make them see videos or we take them to zoo i think covid obviously had changed this thing that how we felt in lockdown animals feel in zoo so zoo is not a very good place to actually introduce people to animals and i think that experience is something that is always always stay with me now if i think it is a small small thing but this context of me having an understanding of animals their color their behavior when i see them in drawing books or in paintings or pictures and i'm seeing him in his own zone exactly. in the wild very is very very different it's unique and no matter how much i try i can speak on this for like 2 hours and i'll not <laughs> be able to explain but that experience is and i can't even say that yes i want to experience that again <laughs> because but it was it was really really nice it was great uh, what was one thing that you did not expect when you started in this field the Im- the immense amount of support that i get i don't know <laughs> i don't know i don't know why uh, but whenever i am at a point at a at a cliff that okay i'm done and that's it something will come up something will come up and then that that speeds up my whole journey it can be any any way you name it so i think i have used 1 2 3 4 gopro till date okay. and i haven't purchased any of it first friend who lended it to me was vinod second friend who lended it to me was uh, neeraj third friend who lended it to me was ahmed fourth friend sitting right here in the podcast <laughs> is ashok and uh, when these people say here it's yours just use it it's a tool and then you feel oh so much overwhelmed that oh fuck matlab how is this even happening and what are they seeing in me <clears throat> that i'm uh, i'll be able to pull it off so this is something that i had never ever expected and this uh, makes me a uh, more focused more oriented more selfish i would say and more self centered into what am i doing i even don't sit with all of my friends in chat or drink or smoke or spend very good time with them i just do what i really really want to do because i feel that if there is so much of human support i should value that support i should stop taking it for granted so whenever people say that you are somewhere or you have these many subscribers or followers i would say that uh, no it's not the case uh, there are people <laughs> behind the screen which will never see uh, but it is because of them that uh, i am here something i just say <laughs> you're lucky but it is about the kind of energy and people that you attract by your actions and the kind of friends that you have <clears throat> great Now one question that I'm sure all of us listening have mm-hmm. how do you manage your funds <laughs> while you travel full time uh 
Uh, okay, so first of all, I just want to say that I am not a traveler. I don't travel full time. Rather, I would want to stay at a place mm-hmm. and get a very good grip on the whole surrounding. Initially, I uh, would get immense amount of support from my mm-hmm. friends. A real life example that I wanted to give is the place where I stay. Trinido mm-hmm. is a place which is being run by a friend of mine, Anirudh. Okay. He's the one who runs the place. He's the one who pays the lease. Mm-hmm. And he's the one who initially said that, okay, you can come and stay here for a month or two. The house is empty because it's a new homestay. And again, I was just focusing on what I am doing. I was not helping him with the household chores. Yeah. I was not helping him with most of the things. And I was just focusing on what am I doing, what, if, what, if, what I want to do. So I was just hiking, 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 trekking, making videos, learning how to edit it and all that. Slowly and gradually, the social media grew up. It took three years, eight months to reach 10,000 subscribers on YouTube. It is still three years, nine months to reach like 4,500 followers on Instagram. I really don't like the word subscriber and follower. I would rather say a community. And now I'm in a position that I can help my friends. So me staying at a place attracts people. They want to meet, they want to learn and they really like the place that I'm staying in. So I do a very subtle promotion of the place that I'm staying in because I feel home is a feeling and I feel very homely here. So in a very subtle manner, the place gets promoted, the house gets filled and I don't charge any commission in between so that my and Anirudh's or Izar's friendship stays intact. So this is one way through which I've finally figured out a way that, okay, I can stay in this house and I can eat good food as much as I want and sleep on time and do what I want to do without having any liability. My responsibility is to promote this place, but not as a a sort of social media marketer. No, you, you, you can't just define this role. I, in the last two, three years, since I was just doing what I really like to do, the whole community, actually I'm getting back from it. So whenever somebody says what you're doing is really inspirational, I say that inspiration is always mutual because if it just, if, if it just doesn't connect to you, it will never come back to me. So this is how now I'm uh, helping, trying to help my friends run their business so my food and stay is sorted in summary i would want to say whenever you want to try something new first of all don't waste your time earning money don't think about earning at the very first stage always think about reducing your expenditure because that's what you are anyhow doing in the city you are earning money right and there are so many avenues where you are spending if you really want to do something that you really really like reduce your expenditure try learn adopt minimalism and if you really like what you're doing and if you really uh, really with all heart you want that thing to happen automatically you'll see that you don't even have to define your lifestyle you are anyhow a minimalist reduce 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 your expenditure don't focus on earning and just by uh, other people maybe just seeing you that you're you really really want this thing to happen I think that's when the support pulls in. And when that support comes, please never ever take it for granted. Always feel that, yes, this can be taken back. So work more, work more, work more, work more. And also always bring those people along with you in that journey, whenever possible, wherever possible, so that we feel that, yes, we are always, always a family. But this is one simple tip. Do not focus on earning. Reduce your expenditure. Simple tip, travel at night. You don't have to pay for your stay. But then don't say that I can't sleep in the bus. So have that comfort with discomfort. 
and then you will be able to do it that is one way of looking at it that most of us must not have thought but it makes a lot of sense now do you have any regrets <laughs> since you started this journey no the only regret it's not a regret but uh, i feel that i'm hurting my parents a lot like a lot <laughs> like beyond repair and uh, but i also feel that uh, when i even started this i knew that okay this is bound to happen and uh, if i don't do that i would end up being what i don't want to be so uh, this is not a regret i'm this is a problem statement for me this is a challenge for me and i'm still working on it and uh, i know that they'll not understand it but they are good humans the the clash that we have the friction that we have is in ideology is not from a person to person it's a, a clash of ideologies so i never reply back i just here 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 <laughs> keep it in and i'm not collecting it for future i just ignore it uh, but yeah if you said only regret it's again right. it's it's there's no regret i'm happy where i am but yeah, i understand that it's a long long challenge but i have to take a stand for myself so i knew that is going to come and it will be there for quite some time i genuinely hope that with time as they see what you do <laughs> <laughs> softens yeah, up yeah i wish the same is there a particular philosophy that drives your view of life okay so uh, um the philosophy um that drives my channel is what drives me when i say my channel again it's a uh, whole conglomeration of every person who has helped me anyway in any possible way so kridas is the name of the channel it mm-hmm. comes from the sanskrit word which means krida krida right. basically means sport okay so what i feel is this whole big planet earth is covered with 77% of water we have maybe like or 75 25% we have land anyhow we are not sea creatures so what we can actually explore is just 25% of this whole planet we call it as our home and if i say that we are living a very healthy lifestyle with good amount of medical facilities and having a good active lifestyle we can live for 75 years maybe first 25 years you do what other people tell you to do you educate yourself and you create your own opinion one third of your life is gone you are left with two third of it what you do from 25 to 50 will command what you will be able to do from 50 to 75 so the most crucial years are 25 to 50 and i would want to open every door of this house and see what's in there people places mountains lakes water everything that's there on this planet now in order to do that that's why i need to be an outdoor expert because everything is outdoors right and in order to do that i have to be have a multifaceted approach i cannot just be a trekker i have also be i have to be a cyclist i have to be a swimmer i have to be a runner because there are different different relief features so then hence the philosophy of the channel comes that be the jack of all trades right we in a normal life are told to gain expertise in one particular field be an expert so that you can earn more rather than that i feel we will feel more happy mm-hmm. if we are able to enjoy one sport at one time you gain some amount of knowledge in that some amount of expertise in that and then you switch to another one you unlearn few things and learn new things again achieve something in that so right now you just see trekking vlogs on the channel mm-hmm. but parallelly i also cycle i would want to bring up cycling vlogs on the channel 
Now imagine a situation where there is a water body and I'm hiking and I don't know how to swim. That's an obstacle for me. But over the course of time, if I learn swimming, then my trekking bag will just switch into a dry bag and I'll swim across. And I'm enjoying the landscape more. And now I'm a much, much better outdoor expert. But while doing this, I cannot have goal-oriented life. I have to have like a process-oriented life that everything is a process. The more you do it, the more you learn it, the more you become an expert on it and the more you understand that whole thing. So instead of being expert of one thing, I think it is better that you know something about everything. And that is also what the preparation of civil services actually taught me. And that's what the attitude of a civil servant also is. He's not an expert. But he knows something about everything. And hence the channel. So, Kridas basically means I have pluralized the word Krida. And you will see that there are outdoor enthusiasts who are turning into outdoor experts. And they are picking one spot at a time. And maybe in future you are seeing that there is one trail where we hike, we run, we cycle and swim in the same landscape. And you can name it Triathlon or Ironman. People do the same thing. So, that that is the philosophy that drives me instead of having a goal-oriented lifestyle have a process-oriented lifestyle instead of being expert in one thing enjoy the different 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 things that come to you and you become jack of all trades hats off to that philosophy <laughs> seriously uh, what would your advice be to someone who <clears throat> wants to start learning about the outdoors but doesn't know where to start okay uh, i would say just start don't think much okay don't listen to this podcast over and over again because then you will get biased. You will feel that what I am doing is right, but it may not be right for you. You have a different setting. You are coming from a different place. You have a different family background. You have a different understanding. You have different interests. What I did was that I did only what I like doing without looking into what other people are doing, how they are making money out of it. I never did that. I never ever asked anybody on Instagram how do you travel? How do you manage funds? So figure out everything all by yourself if you want that originality to stay with you so that you have the journey that could inspire people. You will not become a patchwork. You took something from him, something from her, something from him, something from her. In the end, you will be a miscellaneous. If you want to be a whole, then you just have, just, just go, go for it. Just go for it. The more you think, Everything will just pull you down. Anything that you possess, just leave it. Anything that you possess that you own, it will pull you back. All your fears, fight them like one after the other, one after the other. And how I did, uh, what I did initially was again that I was grabbing everything that, that was coming towards me. So there was no plan. It takes a huge amount of risk. And I also want to acknowledge this thing right here in this question that I also belong to a privileged section in the society. I had no immediate liabilities. I don't have any immediate financial liabilities from my home. Otherwise, it would have never been what I am. But I also feel that it is also the moral responsibility of us who are so privileged to take such risk. Somebody who is not privileged will never do that. So I acknowledge my privilege, yes. But uh, I have never taken any support from my parents. I'm not proud about it. If they would have supported, I would have been. I don't know fair. <laughs> right. But I acknowledge my privilege and whatever you have, just start with, just start with that. Whatever comes your way, because when you do something new at the very first go, you will not know what you want to do. First 10 things that will happen will be the things that you don't want to do, but that's still giving you clarity. 
that okay these are the things in the, these are the 10 things that i don't want to do okay let's search for the 11th one so that's growth you cannot just say that it's failure after failure after failure no so keep doing it keep doing it keep doing it and initially be ready for these setbacks that oh no i i thought that this is for me but no it's not happening and then something else then something else then something else and don't watch videos on youtube don't follow other people when you are in this zone just feel just do what you feel right so that you have your own learning curve and then you can actually actually do what you want to do so from all that we just talked about i think from my understanding being an outdoor expert is so much more about having the mental strength to be able to follow this life more than the physical aspect because society expects something out of you mm-hmm. and this doesn't always align with that yeah i understand but it is us who is a part of society we make the society it is our responsibility to raise the social consciousness right yeah. we could just sit and critique that okay the society is like this society is like that but a real critic is one who also does constructive criticism and provide solution for the problem so you have to grind yourself if you are someone who is doing something which is being done for the very first time so you 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 really really have to do it obviously if we think that what will he think that thing then we can't do everything that you want to do initially hum sab apne hi kuye ke mendak hote hain we have to get out of it to see that okay there's a whole wild world and then you can break stereotypes one after the other one after the other one after the other and you'll see and then things will normalize after some time not getting married till 45 is okay no problem there's no pressure not earning enough is okay having a very good mental health is okay it's is the best thing to have if you're earning x amount and you're spending y on your healthcare and you're not really happy it's not okay you have to have to change it so don't think like what everybody else will think because 10 years down the line what you are trying to do today which is tough will become what you're trying to do today is an exception will become a normal thing 10 years down the line and at that time don't be the guy who is sitting with his kids and telling ki oh i always wanted to do that but at that time we didn't have the resources because if you could do it now imagine the path that you will create the environment the support system that you will create for the future generation and then 10 years 20 years down the line there are so many people who are joining you best example is stand up comedy on youtube it was not known 3 years ago not known creating a niche basically yes so subtly and so easily you've broken so many <laughs> mental barriers in the past one minute <laughs> you have this upcoming course uh-huh. that you want to teach people to become independent trekkers yeah. tell us something about that so basically i really don't want to take people on treks with me because i want to travel i i want to go to places and i want to do treks and since i'm investing all of my hours into this activity there is always a gap that is being created so if a beginner comes and joins me for a hike it is difficult for him and me both yes. so a solution uh, to this issue uh, the solution to this problem statement that people really want to hike and people really want to learn the best way could be that i transfer what all i know suppose mapping navigation how to climb up steep slopes now I'm, i've created a small little course which is a 7 day long course right. which is basically a knowledge transfer session in the outdoors it's a field course where you get to learn all the techniques and after those 7 days once you do the course 
you will get that enough confidence that you can trek on your own you will not be needing manav in future i will not be the center of attraction i don't want to be the best trek organizer in the world and uh, let people say with word of mouth that oh he's the best guy go with him he's the best guy go with him because if i do that i get stuck to one single valley yeah. i'm in one valley i'm doing the same goddamn treks with new people every time getting a lot of false praise i don't want to do that and rather than that i would enable or rather educate people so i want to go into the field of outdoor education mm-hmm. where you transfer whatever you have learned to somebody else you are enabling him or her so that he an outdoor enthusiast mm-hmm. becomes an outdoor expert in a much gradual easier fashion he doesn't have to go through the same grind that you went through that's how you try to give it back to the whole community and i think that's how this whole outdoor thing will be taken up seriously as a skill because from here there is no client to a service provider relationship that i am going to have with people mm-hmm. they are coming here not because i am going to take them to a lake or a peak or pass they are coming here because they said okay we'll pay for this and i want you to teach me how you are doing what you are doing no matter if we hike up the same mountain on all seven days the same goddamn mountain but i want that skill so that anywhere he is or she is they can do all these activities the course is therefore oriented as an outdoor education oriented field course right. which would enable beginners to become independent trekkers that's how i describe uh, myself on instagram bio also that i really want to help beginners become independent trekkers so in this course you will learn everything that you need mm-hmm. to navigate through wilderness through snow through forest through lakes water bodies what to do in uh, when the weather goes down mm-hmm. what to do in medical emergencies and how basically you gain confidence when you're hiking in the outdoors as of now the whole course is oriented towards speed hiking uh-huh. and in future maybe i can come up with courses as i keep uh, experience in different different sports we will put up the information for the upcoming courses on all of our platforms do check it out and mana finally i have one last question for you is there something that we should have asked you and we didn't missed out <laughs> one last thing is the please 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 just be original and don't follow anybody don't have your own biases have respect for people who are more experienced than you you know but there's no need to follow don't need to follow anybody don't follow a person follow his work and that's how i want to change these words if it's in my hands subscribers and followers i feel that i am selling a newspaper <laughs> <laughs> that is that is something that i really really don't uh, like but okay it's it's a part and parcel it really doesn't matter mm-hmm. but yeah and yes social media has really really helped me a lot reach out to people whom i would have never ever met and talked about or talked with and i have responded to every single comment on my channel till now every single comment there's a reply and my instagram inbox there is no unread messages ever so one last bite that i want to give is as you start going up as you start growing please don't consider yourself or please don't try to define yourself as somebody as a trek vlogger or as a traveler mm-hmm. just be the same human you were when you had nothing <clears throat> and now also you you actually have nothing but yes there is a community that is being created but community is not just one person right and you're not the only one who is speaking and it will now be and and therefore this this feeling of this community has to be has to be there so every person who is respond who is texting you 
please understand that behind every Instagram message, behind every YouTube comment, there's a real person typing it. Okay, it is just not some keywords. There's a person sitting behind and he or she, people are, people are really, really shy, right? We have this understanding. Oh, I never imagined I'll get a reply from you, right? right? I, I get this a lot. Please be as reachable as possible. Be like yourself, how you started. <laughs> be, be that way so that more people relate to you. The more people relate to you, the more people would feel like, oh, ye kar sakta hai, to main bhi kar sakta Makes it more tangible. Yes. So therefore, respond to every single query. Please, please value. Because people take a lot of effort. Most of them are really shy. Mm -hmm. The first line they write is that, I'm sorry, but I have a very stupid question. And I always respond, no, please, your question is not stupid. Right? And at, and there are times when even you don't have anybody to ask stupid questions to. So first of all, I'm glad that you found me friendly enough that you could ask me such stupid questions. Please ask. Respond, respond, respond. Value that there's a person sitting right behind that keyboard. And that will take you like a long, long way. <laughs> You truly embody the phrase that the whole world is my playground. <laughs> Incredible work. Hats off. And I cannot wait to see being an outdoor expert become a phenomena in India <laughs> and the world. Congratulations on your work and all the best. Thank you so much for taking the time out to do this. Thank you. Thank you. Coffee undiscovered. <laughs> I thought, I think that I have discovered things about myself while doing this podcast. And it was an amazing experience. And I wish that we could do it do it again in future all the best to you and we'll see you in the next one if you like the podcast and would like to know more about such interesting people keep listening to coffee undiscovered for our next episode we will have with us vineet jain the founder of one of india's leading music labels do tune in until then keep exploring